Welcome to the LEAD 222 podcast, created to help student ministry leaders stay healthy and become more effective in life and leadership. And now, here are your hosts, Bo Boshears and Dave Hootke. Welcome to the LEAD 222 podcast. What is up, everybody? We are so glad that you are here today. My name is Dave Hootke. And uh, today I am joined not only by my coworker uh, with Lead 222, but my friend Matt Swigert. Uh, he is the director of Lead Missions, and uh, we are so excited about this conversation uh, today. Matt, what is going on? What's up? Thanks for having me today. Hey, Matt, for those that don't know you, uh, what do they need to know? Well... <laughs> uh, I'm part owner of the Green Bay Packers, and oh, I'm very disappointed awesome. in the product of my uh, of my favorite ball club so far this season. Uh, I live in uh, the Twin Cities area in Minnesota, married to Christina, coming up on 22 years, That's and awesome. uh, we've got three kids. Uh, my oldest is a sophomore in college. And then my son is a junior in high school and our youngest daughter is a seventh grader. So uh, very blessed. I've been with Lead 222 for uh, eight years now and really oh, blessed cool. by the, the opportunities and the community that God has built. And uh, obviously the, the ministry influence and impact that he's blessed me with, but more uh, the, the growth and what I've received as a part of it. It's just uh, so blessed to be a part of what God's doing here. Man, that is so awesome. And Matt, uh, so excited for you to be with us today. And, uh, you know, everybody, we are talking about lead mission trips uh, in this episode and really, you know, talking about spiritual formation um, that our students can have on mission trips. And uh, I was so excited this summer. I got to speak uh, on the Chicago trip and uh, got to see it in action. And it was so cool what God was doing. And even just to have students come up that night and share like what, what God was doing. It was, it was so cool. So our focus on this episode is to hear about and celebrate how God used our lead mission trips this summer to change students' lives and advance the kingdom through our local partnerships, which is a big piece uh, of what we're doing and, and the kingdom impact that, that uh, is taking place. But also share why a lead mission trip brings powerful spiritual formation in the lives of our students. And so we're excited, uh, also excited to hear some great stories and celebrate uh, a great summer of trips. So Matt, give us an overview of lead missions summer 2022. Yeah. Hey, it was an incredible summer. Uh, Dave, you crushed it that night in Chicago. Uh, that was so, so cool. And, uh, first time meeting your wife. So that was fun. Uh I, I was nervous. I, I hoped I made a good impression. Uh, you did, my friend. You did. <laughs> so, no, it, God was so good this summer. Uh, we had over 615 students uh, and leaders attend one of our four mission trips and our middle school camp, um, which was uh, awesome. uh, an incredible blessing. And, you know, numbers are uh, not not the uh, the only goal, but boy, numbers like that sure has a ton of potential and capability for influence uh, in the students and through them uh, on the mission trip. So it was very cool. Our theme was love recklessly this summer. So all five of our trips did that theme. Um, and our speakers uh, on every trip just did an incredible job just thinking, man, you think about like reckless 
uh, a lot of times you, you view the, the word reckless in, in like a, a damaging or a, a deconstructive way, but uh, we're not talking about love that damages other people, but really the like reckless love when it comes to, to ourselves and uh, giving up of ourselves, recklessly like not protecting ourselves and our comfort for the good of others, for the advancement of the gospel. And basically Jesus was our model. Um, you know, of how he recklessly gave himself up. Um, and again, that doesn't mean like careless or mm. without purpose, but he he viewed his love for us as more important uh, than his own comfort or pleasure. So uh, it was a great summer of teaching that. We had two different trips that I hosted here in the Twin Cities. Uh, those were awesome um, and such a gift. I've been doing ministry here for 21 years. So it's uh, fun to bring people into my home area and to get them connected with ministry partners that are my friends and, mm. you know, that I just so endorse their ministry. Uh, it's such a gift to be able to do that. Uh, we were back in coastal Virginia, uh, just a, a, a great partnership there with the Mercy Drop Stream Center um, and love being down there. And uh, that was uh, the largest number that we've ever had in coastal Virginia. So it was really interesting to watch how God worked out all the details and all the systems and and showed up in some really cool ways. Uh, we were in Chicago. You were there, Dave. Um, and that's been our longest running location for LEAD 222. So still just a, a gift to be doing ministry there. And then obviously our LEAD camp. So those five trips were, were incredible um, and uh, praising the Lord for that. No, it's awesome. You know, so it gives us kind of an overview uh, of the trips and and all that God was doing. Give me some personal highlights. I mean, you were on the ground on all of these, you know, uh, trips. And uh, so you, you can really give us the insight of, man, here's what God was doing. Yeah. I mean, as the director of lead missions, I, I actually did end up going on all four of our mission trips this year, <laughs> which was a lot. Uh, and yet so cool. I mean, I like, I like the, the travel element and seeing new places and, and getting to be used by God in all those different places, but really, uh, each of our four trips and I was not at camp. So shout out to Brian boom and his team, um, doing a wonderful job running our camp. Um, but you know, each of our mission trips, it takes a team of people to lead that. And so a high personal highlight of mine is just the the lead missions team, our point leaders, our event directors, our caterers, our worship leaders, all the speakers, just how God used each individual, their gifting uh, and in their like presence on the trip to um, create the environment where um, great ministry happened through us and then in us. Uh, another highlight was just getting to serve with and to serve the youth pastors who brought their students. And, you know, a lot of us through the, the planning process of the trips, I mean, I become friends with these leaders and it's such a gift to get to serve them, but also just fun watching them in action. Like we've got great youth pastors in our yeah. community and yeah. they do incredible work uh, investing in and caring for their students. And they're all different, uh, but like just the effectiveness and even just watching growth happen. Uh, the students aren't the only ones that are stretched, so it's really cool just watching the youth pastors and 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 uh, watching them step up and how God uses them, and then our friendships grow. And and then, man, just watching students crush it, like getting out there, getting out of their comfort zone, 
um, seeing them becoming more like Jesus as they are exposed to the hurting and the lonely and what the world is like and the lost. Um, and so love watching students become more like Christ and then obviously getting to bless and serve our partners and all the friends that we get to serve with uh, uh, in our different trip locations. Um, I mean, to me, honestly, that's a motivation. I, I, I love what we're doing with students and I love getting to serve the youth pastors, but it's a big deal for me to get to continue to go back and partner with these incredible ministries. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. That's awesome. You know, so let's say, you know, we have listeners that, um, you know, been around lead for a long time. They've done trips, you know, been on lead mission trips and, and can sing the praises, you know, of what, what God has done in their students' lives and ministry and in themselves. And, but we, we have those listening that um, never have done a lead, you know, mission trip um, so if I'm considering a lead trip next year, how will spiritual formation in my students' lives take place, right? Because that's a that's a big piece in in you know how I'm planning for next year, and I want the the biggest impact and and uh, a place where that can you know happen. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was a youth pastor, the short term mission trips that we did every year they were the big rock in the jar for me in the discipleship journey I took students on. Uh, I would do a middle school trip every spring break to Houston, Texas, and then we would do an international trip every summer. I was many years in Honduras, Panama, Ukraine, um, did stuff in New York City. It was it was great, you know. So I got to see the world, which was really cool. But I just found that there is there is not another environment that a youth pastor can create that is as effective in uh how do i say it in exposing students to the reality of the gospel and the reality of that there is a role that god has for them to play in life as his followers there's not another environment that youth pastors create that's more effective in helping in that discipleship that formation journey than short-term missions and i'm all in on small groups I'm all in on student leadership development throughout the year and 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 uh, entrusting ownership and leadership to them. But there's just nothing like that short-term missions experience. You can't fake it. Students can't fake it on a mission trip. Uh, maybe they can get a couple days into it, but eventually, <laughs> like what's on the inside yeah. bubbles to the surface. And and you know, thinking of short-term missions as a as a tool, like a farmer uses a tool. Um, that's a tool that can be wielded by the youth pastor, that the more you do it, the more you become comfortable with it, the more you're able to use that to move students forward in their own spiritual formation and, and becoming more like Christ. And, and, then, and so that's just short-term missions in general. Specifically, I just, I, I'm, I'm all in on Lead 222. I love how we structure our trips as a, a mission trip leadership conference combo. And so during the day, it's about ministry. It's about advancing the kingdom. It's about giving God your yes. And, and wherever he puts you that day, that you you give him your yes, that whatever opportunity he places before you, you're going to take advantage of uh, to advance the kingdom. Uh, but then in the evenings, the, the trip shifts a little bit to being more of a leadership conference. And that's where we get into 
Love Recklessly last year and Lead Courageously uh, is our theme for this coming summer, 23. And then we've got Dream Wildly and Live Differently as our other four themes that we cycle through. And to be able to, to talk about like next summer, talking about leading courageously and confidence of who Jesus has made us as, as his followers, as new creations in him, we can function with confidence uh, and lead courageously because of that uh, in, in pursuing people and leveraging the influence that, that we have uh, in our different circles of influence. So I love how lead missions is set up in, in we kind of catch it from two angles and uh, students leave these trips uh, very transformed. You know, there's a story that uh, it's a really cool story for me, kind of personally, I didn't, I didn't play a huge role in this, but um, one of our, our great leaders, one of our uh, huddle coaches, Toby Tomak from Oostburg, Wisconsin. Uh, I've done a number of mission trips with him and his students. The first one was back in Nashville, I think in 2016 or something like that. And what's extra cool is Toby talks about how that trip in particular, but then the lead mission trips that they've done since then, Twin Cities and this year, Coastal Virginia, um, have have played such a significant role in transforming their ministry as a whole. Yeah. Even just how they do things and philosophically, it's really cool. But one story within Toby's ministry is a young lady named Kiara. And Kiara was a student back in 2016 in Nashville. And Kiara has since graduated high school. She's done some college, but she's aligning her life basically around involvement in ministry and continues to serve with Toby in his youth group. And so for me, as this, like, I just get him, I, I get Kiara in snapshots. I'm with Toby's students in snapshots, but to watch this summer in particular in coastal Virginia, watching Kiara now as a leader, remembering her as a student and even kind of awesome. being there when like God started to really stir some things in her and, and to now watch her playing that out is so cool. And, and I know that there are many, many stories and, and I hope Kiara listens to this mm. and is blessed, but it's, it's hopefully a blessing. And she's yeah. so humble. She's so great that, but th that she's not the only story, yeah. but it's like, you come on, on, on our trips, you get on a short-term mission trip and God like just does something and, and, and there's like, you grow in like awareness and confidence. Like yeah. I'm more aware of the, the ways that the world needs the gospel. And I'm more confident that God can use me to do something yeah. about it. And Kiara is a, um, is a great story. I'm so yeah. proud of her. And I know Toby, you know, uh, Toby would probably say his ministry now couldn't function without her. Uh, she plays <laughs> a key role as a leader. So that's really cool. And then just thinking about students becoming more like Christ, the, the, one of the coolest things that's never, it's never happened to me on a mission trip before, but actually both of our trips in our twin cities this summer, um, ended with spontaneous baptisms. Oh, and, that's, and that's we don't incredible. like when I was a youth pastor, you know, it, it was kind of cool. We did, we did baptisms in different places, you know, mm -hmm. and the ocean and, and Honduras and Panama, like we did it. But as I, especially as I became a parent, I stopped doing baptisms on mission trips just because I'm like, man, if that were my kid, I'd be so proud of them, but kind of wishing I could be there. Right. So I, I didn't do those anymore. We did them back home. But, and so I say that to say, um, we don't push for baptisms to happen on our mission trips. That's, that's not something that we're pushing towards, but, um, 
the first June trip, it was Tom Ward's student ministry was here and we did a block party our last night of ministry. And at the block party, the kind of the ministry we were partnered with set up the big like metal trough out there, filled it with water. And if anybody wanted to be baptized that night, they, and I think one or two people from the community did, wow. but then all of a sudden I started seeing Tom and, and Sterling Moore, a former lead coach uh, was on the trip, not as a youth pastor anymore, but as a dad, yeah. uh, uh, Sterling's uh, campus pastor now. Um, but I started seeing students starting to go to these two and ask to be baptized. And now they're calling home and they're having the conversation, making sure that they understand and all of that. And it was like two and a half hours. Those guys were out there at the park. It was after dark oh. and students one after another, the Holy Spirit was just moving in them and they wanted to be baptized yeah. right there. It was so cool. And then the, our July Twin Cities trip, kind of the same thing happened. We're on our free day and I get a text from a youth pastor saying, I've got a student who wants to be baptized. Uh, their parent is on the trip as one of my leaders. And so could could we pull that off at church? When I talked to the, the, the custodial guy and he's like, sure, we can set it up. And it turns out that the church was doing baptisms that Sunday anyway. So it worked. He, you know, set it up a couple of days early. And, and that night, one person got baptized on like on purpose by plan and three other students by the end of our, our, our free day kind of worship time at night, uh, had gone to their youth pastors, had had the conversation, had called home and wanted to be baptized. And it was the craziest thing. Like wow. God showed up and, and this time he showed up and students wanted to be baptized, like to take that step. Uh, it was so cool. Just something I was just sitting back watching, like, God, you are on a roll right now. I love it. So, it's so amazing, you know, and that's, what's so cool about, you know, going on a lead trip is that, you know, we're in relationship, you know, with you and want to continue in relationship with you and um, you know, not only being participants, but being contributors mm -hmm. uh, as well. And, and so this is a, it's also, you know, as we talk about relationships, we have relationships with our partners that we're coming alongside with in these mission trips. So really quick, you know, Matt, um, you know, just talk about God's kingdom advancing through our partners. Yeah. You know, when I'm talking with my, our partners around the country, uh, leading into each trip and then even talking to the youth pastors and the students about what we want to accomplish. Uh, I use the analogy of the Mario Kart turbo strips, you know, when you drive over the strip and it shoots you forward, you know, that's really what we want to be with our partners on these trips. Like these ministries are doing fruitful kingdom work 52 weeks a year. Yeah. And for one week, we want to come in and just bless them and, mm -hmm. and to be a shot of momentum for them. And, and so some great friends, I already talked about Mercy Drops Dream Center down in, uh, in the Portsmouth, Virginia area on our coastal Virginia trip. They're, man, the things that they're doing are just so practical and simple and effective. And uh, just seeing the transformation, uh, hearing stories of transformation, uh, some that our trips have played a part in uh, is, is really, really cool. So, so cool to be a part of that. In fact, there was one moment on our, uh, we did a trip down there in November with a Christian school here from the Twin Cities. And, and uh, as we were leaving one of the neighborhood Adopt-A-Block uh, events, the, the kids from the neighborhood were running after the van waving goodbye. And with tears in their eyes, the staff was telling us that has not happened. We've been in this uh, area and I forget how long, five, six yeah. years, something like that. They have never done that before. 
Now, kudos to the group that was there serving, but that was the result of years and years and years of mm-hmm. faithfulness by Mercy Drops and their team. And, and we just got yeah. to be there, you know, to see that moment. So that was that was really cool. Um, the We served with Wayside Cross primarily in Chicago. They were, they were our main uh, partner. Um, and the guy there that was my main point of contact just went on and on. He was like, Matt, we needed the lead 222 group this summer. Like they, before the pandemic, they were doing really good on volunteers and stuff like that, but it, they had not recovered yet. And there were things that we did that week very practically. What is their ministry, Matt? Sure. Yeah. Wayside crosses. I mean, they're, they're almost everything with homeless recovery, poor and needy they've got a thrift store a food shelf a soup kitchen they've got recovery programs like levels one through four uh, residential programs they have a uh, like a car detailing almost so like lots business. yeah lots of opportunities yes. on the on that trip then and serving them in in different ways that Correct. Our group can take part in yes yeah that one was fun because it's like kids are spread out all over their yeah. facility and different types of things doing different things but all helping advance their mission. And they needed us. Like they just said, we needed you here this week. And that was so cool to be able to hear because they're serving. And obviously coming out of the pandemic, it seems like there's, there's probably more need. Yeah. Uh, or at least the need is much more visible. Um, in the twin cities, we, we serve with a, a bunch of different ministries. A couple of our uh, go-to ministries are the Godtown ministry. Uh, and they're doing everything from, they call them treasure hunts. They, uh, you, you worship and pray and you ask the Lord to show you a picture. Uh, and then you just kind of prayer walk the neighborhood. And, and there was a story of a, a student who got a picture of, I think like a red t-shirt, blue shorts, white shoes. And, and that's all that the picture was. And they're kind of walking and they, they go by the train station and there's somebody standing there waiting for the next train wearing red shirt, blue shorts, and white shoes or something, whatever it was. And they're just like, I have to go talk to that person. God showed me that person. It was so cool, you know, wow. and again, stuff that you can do in school, yeah. you can do in your neighborhoods. Uh, they go, they took students out to the tent communities, the homeless tent communities, um, food distribution, the block parties were with them. Uh, and another cool one is the Salvation Army here in the Twin Cities, and they've got a bunch of different facilities. And uh, there's a group that did a, a VBS with one of the Salvation Army facilities. And that group has already said, we want to come back to the Twin Cities and we want to serve with mm-hmm. that Salvation Army, do the VBS again. Like the the obviously the impact with their students was really great. But that vision of partnership yeah. uh, and ongoing relationship year over year is something that's kind of shaping their short-term mission strategy moving forward. So such a gift to kind yeah. of I'm the middleman here, but just watching yeah. kingdom partnership, kingdom fruit happen. Uh, I, I absolutely love just hearing you share, Matt, because it's just so cool of your, you know, the excitement, the passion, and you were, you were on, you know, the ground floor of all of this this summer and, you know, these stories and the relationships and the partnerships is just incredible. So, okay. So that's building, you know, to this next summer of 2023. So give us a, a picture as we wrap up here uh, and close the podcast, give us the picture of 2023 and all right, I'm uh, a youth pastor. And now I'm like, okay, I am in like, what do I need to do? Yes. Well, we're excited. We're going to be back in the Twin Cities, Chicago, and coastal Virginia. Uh, we're doing one week in the Twin Cities this year. So we're offering four mission trips with 
Green Bay, Wisconsin, uh, being a new site. All so right, I'm particularly yeah. interested in in that one. Going to see Lambeau Field, <laughs> and uh, but and it's a and, great and, area and, up there too. You no, know, it's it's yeah, great, and church. we've got. We've got a, a great partner with uh, Green Bay Community Church, and they're doing some really incredible things as a church in the community, but also they're just such an influential church there yeah. that they've got connections with some incredible ministries, and there's a lot of need there. Um, and so excited, and, you know, Packer fans need Jesus too. Well, so, and, yeah. and Troy, their their lead pastor used to be the chaplain to the Green Bay Packers. Yes. But, so that is a cool piece, but... I have been up there as well, and they are doing incredible uh, things in the community. And so we get to come apart uh, those relationships and partnerships as well. So that's that's going to be a yes. great trip. I'm super excited for that. And and obviously the teaching Lead Courageously is our theme. Uh, it's going to be all across. I mean, all of our trips, you can expect, uh, you know, fully customizable ministry opportunities. We will have a conversation with every youth pastor who's bringing students, asking them, what do you want for your students? What do you want them to be exposed to? What do you want them, uh, where are they going to be really successful? Like, let's position you for success. Uh, but, you know, all that, and, and we've got the, the, the partners and the friends in every location to set it up exactly how you want it and trusting the Lord that it's going to be a bullseye, you know, um, but very excited about our locations. Our middle school camp is, is running again. Um, and so, yeah, to register, um, lead222.com slash missions, uh, you would click on, I want to go on a trip and, uh, go through that registration process. You select the trip and go from there. Um, if you've got questions, you can go to our, the, the missions webpage, you can click on any trip and, and there's a button to, um, get more information. And basically that email goes to me and I'll set up a time to give you a call or you can uh, just shoot me an email, uh, mswigert at lead222.com and, and ask me to give you a call or just ask for, for information. So would love, would I love to do the, that. I'll put the link, uh, you know, and your email in our show notes so they can access yes, it right you. there. And, um, you know, at, at, at the least, you guys, check it out, pray about it. If you have questions, seek Matt out. And uh, we know it's going to be an incredible summer uh, of what God's doing. And uh, Matt, thank you, man, for your ministry, just all that you're doing. I love that I get to partner you know, and lead with you. And uh, so excited for uh, summer of 23, man. Thanks for being here today. Let's go. Thank you. Well, um, that wraps it up for this episode. You know, that was just a small portion of the stories and kingdom impact and transformation that that took place. And so, so grateful for Matt sharing with us today. And again, I'll have that info in the show notes. But thanks for being here. Uh, we appreciate you and value our lead community. If there is someone you know, maybe a friend that uh, you know, or youth pastor is looking for mission trips, um, send over, share this episode with them. And uh, it could be uh, a, a, an incredible transformation that takes place in their student ministry because they go on a lead trip. So uh, share that. Don't hold it. Well, we love you. Thanks for being with us today. We'll see you next time on the lead podcast. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the lead 222 podcast. 
please consider joining our community of leaders. Together, we're committed to experiencing healthy lives, healthy families, and healthy ministries. Learn more at lead222.com.